The Knees of the Brown West Ham podcast is brought to you in association with the culinary creation of James Longman. It's a restaurant called Bombetta and it's right by Snaresbrook Station, inspired by the kind of Italian food that maybe Paolo Di Canio himself may have eaten. Um, it goes down easier than a shove on referee Paul Alcock. So get down to, Schne- to Snaresbrook Station. Bombetta's the name. You can get book online at bombettalondon.com. Get involved. Welcome to the Mother Brown West Ham Podcast Series 5, Episode 2. I'm Chris Gold. Welcome back to the studio, the Queen of Sky, Bianca Westwood. <laughs> the Queen. I love it, Queen Bee. Uh, it's so good to be back. But wasn't it the end of season, like yesterday? I know. I'm, I'm sure I woke up this morning and... I, yeah. I I did wonder whether when when Upton Park when you closed it down whether you'd actually left or whether you were still in no, there. I was now. still there, hanging on, <laughs> hanging on, yeah. just waiting for someone I'm to go. Fingernails. Yeah, exactly. Where yeah. you go, you can leave now. Exactly. No, yeah. but I'm sure that was just yesterday, and like I can't believe the season's come around again. I know. Well, here to talk about the new season and the old season and everything in between. Welcome back for his third appearance. Mirror Online Sports Editor, Matt Lawless. Hello. For your third appearance, mate. It's great to be here again. I know. But here we are. A new season. <laughs> a new hope. Yes, absolutely. We were just saying, like, so this is your third appearance. The second appearance you were on with Ian Bishop. Yeah. And then... That was the, eventful. The podcast ended. That was a good, po- was a good chat with Ian Bishop. And then Brilliant. He said, fancy a drink? That's right, yeah. I was actually on my way home, you know, quiet night in, and uh, didn't get home until about three in the morning. It was, uh, yeah, it was a lively one. <laughs> <laughs> Typical bitch. Yeah, it was, what was he called? A couple of scoofs. Yeah, a few orange juices. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Football uh, chat. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's good to have you back. Um, well, this is the second episode, obviously, because last week we had on James Corden. Yeah. Big West Ham fan. He's absolutely smashing it out there. Yeah, I know. He, um, he's taking it by the scuff of the neck, isn't he? Yeah. There's another bloke out there as well. Isn't yeah, he? winning yeah. awards yeah. and all yeah. sorts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely smashing it. They were at a Coldplay <laughs> concert last night. Were and, they? Uh, yeah, cause they go. Uh, they had like um, AAA access, and then they got Corden on stage, and they sang a song at the Rose Bowl. Wow. Yeah. Little, uh, so big time. Yeah, big time. And look yeah. at us. We're in a broom <laughs> cupboard. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know where I'd rather be. <laughs> yeah, too right. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of positive feedback for Corden's episode. On the forum, we had Mega Ron. He said, good, listen, that. I've always liked James Corden. Good on him for being so goddamn funny, intelligent, successful, and a West Ham fan. And also, Lee WHU just said, I would knock about with James Corden. There, I said it. I reckon next week he's going to go, I would knock about with Matt Lawless. So, <laughs> yeah. Got a lot to look forward to, Lee. <laughs> that's what that is like. That's what you should be aiming for. Yeah. Definitely. I'm not sure, so sure about the uh, goddamn funny and intelligent part, but <laughs> yeah, we can work on it. We'll edit it together, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. You'll, you'll be all right. If you want to get in touch with the show, here's how you can do so. Get in touch with the show. Email podcast at kumb.com. Get on the forum at kumb.com or follow your hosts, your lovely hosts on Twitter. Beautiful people, lovely. One of your own. Bianca is at B. Double E Westwood. Chris is at CJ Skull, and that's with a C, not a K, a C, because he's special. <laughs> Come on, you irons. Excellent. Right. Uh, there's a lot to talk about, Bianca, isn't there? There's so much has happened. Already? I know. It's only been a week. I know. And a bit. But- 
I guess the big thing is we've got a new stadium, Matt. You were there last. You were there yesterday. I know that because obviously you were spotted on Sky Sports uh, <laughs> yeah. chatting to Tony Cotty. Comparing That's right. hairdos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can, Bianca was saying who's got a better side part, and uh, <laughs> I tried to phase mine out. Tried to be a bit more well, sports editor. So had his you know. since the early eighties, so yeah. I think he might win. Fair yeah. play. <laughs> I'll um, give him that. So on Twitter, you said the conversation was about the pre-match dinner. Can you confirm that was it? Was that's, it a that's, a, that's a lie. That's a lie. Yeah. What was mm. the chat? So what exclusively? On, scope, what was scope. the chat about? I'd seen him uh, a couple of weeks before, and um, we was invited to the stadium by the club and was hosted by um, Lady Brady, um, mm. as she's known, and um, David Gold, and um, we were sort of given a, an exclusive tour of the new stadium before we kicked a ball there. So TC was there and um, just saying hello, really. And then Sky decided <laughs> yes. to, to pat me again. And, you know, it's unfair, really. I'm just trying to have an afternoon off. I think <laughs> my invite must have been lost in the post. Isn't it yours? <laughs> I, was, I, was, I mean, I'm a little bit disappointed with the, the scale of that scoop. I thought, <laughs> I was just, well, I can't, you know, there might be something else involved in it. But, you know, I was just lucky, really. I wasn't spoke with another woman because otherwise it could have been real trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so... The stadium itself. Yeah. Do you like it? Are you a fan? I do. I mean, first half yesterday, there were points where I thought, God, this is terrible. Like, you know, because you could hear a pin drop. But that comes with the performance of the players. And mm. yesterday, quite frankly, if I was watching indoors, I would have turned off or fell asleep. But second half, the atmosphere picked up and you thought, yeah, this could be a good place for us. So it was an important win. You know, it came, came an ugly way, but we got it. And I think... I think it'll be a good place for us. I'm really excited and positive about the future there. We had those moments at Upson Park. Yeah, of course we, we did. When yeah, it went quiet. That's and, right. You know, you could hear a pin drop, like you said. So it's it just, nothing new no, for us. But um, it's times ten because it's exactly. so bigger and the magnitude yeah. of the stadium. But and obviously people are going to jump on that when it's quiet. Yeah. You know, but, especially um, the negative types. Exactly. Like, oh, I don't want to be here anyway. Bowling ground was better. Blah, blah, blah. But I think you know, taking like. I mean, I took my son yesterday and he's eight years old and he's just sort of awestruck by the place. And I think that's the kind of fans we really need to look at now, the youngsters. Mm. Mm. And if they're impressed by it, we've got a good future and hopefully the team will start playing well too. Mm. Mm. And Bianca, new stadium on board? Yes. um, I've always been in two minds. Um, You know, with the whole sort of Wexit, I like to call it. (laughs) Um, I was in that hashtag. news more often. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Golden. Too late Do you want now. a job? <laughs> um, I was kind of, I don't mind saying, I don't mind going, as long as it, you know, as long as everybody sort of, as you said, gets on board and, yeah. you know, sort of really gets in with the, the atmosphere and tries to make it our own. And the, the club have done their bit, I think, with making it, you know, our home with the colours and the seats and the... Uh, I agree with the that. way We'd... they've done it up and, and yeah. all of that stuff I think the club yeah. have done their bit now it's time for the fans and the players to do their bit so when I went to the Europa game I, I said to you before it was a little bit like walking around upstairs downstairs you know the peasants had been let into the palace and I was kind <laughs> of like this is so amazing but I don't feel like we really belong here but that's yet I think we will do once we've kind of got our feet under the table mm. and you know we're not <clears throat> it's not delusions of grandeur we're actually in there and it is our place yeah. and I just think after a few weeks a few more home games we kind of get the feel of it and it's just it was just so it felt like being at Wembley you know and that's why it was so different so it felt like mm. a big occasion um so I'm looking forward to the the time when it's just a 
a regular home game and, and that's where we are and that's where we're, we're going to be from yeah I also on. had that yesterday I was walking around and someone said to me well I've got the on for I was like no 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 I'm just taking it in yeah. it's just like you know it feels like it is a spectacular final, isn't it right? yeah yeah mm. exactly so. Um, a friend, of, we were drank at the Crate Brewery before the game, and there was obviously a lot of hipsters there. And a, a friend of mine said, it's "You a, are a hipster." Yeah, I'm going to say. Honest. I mean, you, some you were with your crew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a friend of mine said it's like in Back to the Future when he goes back in the goes to the past, meddles with something, and then goes back to the present, yeah. and everything's slightly different. And like the headmaster's living in his house. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like you got people walk like hipsters walk along with West Ham, just the badges different. Yeah. Like, the whole match day is like what? What is this? Is an alternative reality? It what, is like, crazy. Something else? It's going to take some getting used to. There was an interesting moment, actually, because we drank in the Crate Brewery and there's a canal by that. And so you had these paddle boarders going past. Now, obviously, a, way, a bunch of West Ham fans in a pub before a game has never seen paddle boarders go past. And one of them was, like, crouched down on his knees and he wasn't confident enough to stand up. So the whole pub started chanting, stand up if you love West Ham. Oh, and the wow. guy the guy went for it. And he started getting up onto his feet. Did and it? then he didn't. He wasn't good enough and he stacked it back down. He's like, hey! <laughs> and then he was by then he was like, drifting over to the edge of the canal and he's like pushing himself he had weeds caught up in his oar and all that it oh, was wow. absolute pandemonium <laughs> we've changed and I enjoyed that probably more than any other aspect of the, uh, the match <laughs> yeah. day experience yeah you didn't quite get that in the uh yeah, the Black Lion. <laughs> it was at the Victoria Tavern. I never saw anyone pad- paddleboard. <laughs> yeah. Real shame. Um, there's a, obviously there's a, there's all kinds of um, things like uh, issues attached to this move, and uh, one of them is the standing, which is uh, kind of kicked off before yeah. we get into the game. I mean, it's it feels like. It's, it was almost like I thought on Sunday a bit them and us like some of the fans were like feeling like this stadium was somehow coming between them and what it means to be a West yeah, Ham I mean, fan were, turning on the stewards that's right there were chance of you know where were you at Upton Park and yeah. I just couldn't quite they would, who were they talking to? I, to, the, to the, the stewards I think yeah I mean where I could see it was getting quite lively was towards the Bobby Moore end yeah. and yeah. the East End where that, those two meet and it looked like there was quite probably about 10 stewards just trying to tell people to sit down and obviously everyone else is like it's like you say it's them versus us but it shouldn't mm. really be like that you can understand look the club want to get people sat on their seats because they want that uh, safety certificate signed off mm. so we can get more fans in there yeah. you know? but having said that I understand why people do want to stand up and watch the game mm. um, but there's, there's so many pros and cons of it you know if, if you are standing up you're obscuring someone else's view so that's not quite fair mm. but then there are other people just like standing up maybe you should have been looked at to uh, well it will be I guess later on down the line but with the safe standing but that obviously yeah. comes with legislation with the government and things like that so yeah, um, it's easier said than done at the moment but I think what West Ham fans need to do is just take the club's advice on board sit down but still stand up for like the key moments like when we're on exactly. the attack and things like that and also be a bit considerate to people who might be behind you yeah. who you know mm. either can't stand the up small guys or... like me <laughs> yeah <laughs> and Tony that's why I'm at the front you know you can't have the situation where kids have to stand on their seats because yeah. then that gets dangerous you know so mm. there's think... people standing in the aisles as well so they're blocking like you know yeah, people you getting out it's just, just all a bit I think those teething life. problems were always going to come you of know? course it was inevitable any, but yeah. um, any new ground you're going to have after a few issues. games it will soon sort of be eradicated and everybody will be 
on board with what's going on. Mm. Yeah. See, someone said on someone said on Twitter, like, I th- I think you should stand if you're not obscuring the view of the person immediately behind you. But as I said to Bianca before, like, what if this kid's 18 rows back and you're standing up? You're so far to- removed from the people whose view yeah. ultimately obscuring. It's it's a difficult one. Definitely. And well, I- if if the man in the front stands up, then everybody have, yeah. has to stand. It's up. that domino effect, isn't it? Exactly. Like, yeah. you know, everyone else is going to follow on. So yeah. Yeah. And also, I really hated the fact it distracted from the game. Like everyone chanting about their own right to stand up and sit down it's like there's a uh, game of football going on yeah. here and I really like exactly use that to get behind a team instead yeah, yeah. So. yeah. so sit down everybody yeah. <laughs> and the last thing I thought about this was like okay you want to stand up at games the time to, to raise that as an issue is not in the middle of the game by having a go at the steward who's just doing his yeah. job like if you want to like promote safe standing and go do that outside of 90 mm. minutes of football there's yeah. lots of ways you can get behind that campaign but it's interesting to see how the, the club kind of move forward with that Hmm, so let's talk about football (laughs) Um, uh, West Ham 1 Bournemouth 0 bit of a dodgy start Uh, in terms of the lineup. Valencia up front are you uh, you still a fan Um, I think you know the jury's always been out on Enna but um, you wonder whether he wants to be there and mm. was that apparent in the long walk off yesterday? But I think <laughs> is he st- has he completed that walk? He's still doing. He's, yeah, he's still, still going. <laughs> still going. Come on, Anna, hurry up! <laughs> I've got to go home now, mate. That's but sad. I think it was when you when you watch the game and the way that the system is at the moment, having the one up front is so. Um, I mean, that Chelsea Andy Carroll play one up front. He spent most of the game in midfield. Mm. So for a player like Anna Valencia, whose whose real sort of quality is his electric pace. Yeah there's no value in him being up front on his own. Mm. He needs to play off of a striker. So I think I did feel a bit sorry for him in that respect. Um, he didn't get any service. So he had a poor game. And I just think we need to go back to having sort of one up front with someone immediately off of the striker. And that would be where Enna fits in. Mm. It's difficult as well because Andy Carroll's now injured. And I was so convinced this would be this that he'd I, have a full I thought, season. Yeah, I really thought he was gonna have a bit of a bit yeah. of a go of it. I wonder really whether did. he shouldn't have gone to Romania and you know, like maybe they should have played Ashley Fletcher instead. Mm. Yeah. Coming on and perhaps left Andy at home just to prepare for the Bournemouth game. But who knows with these things whether it could it was always gonna happen. It could have mm. always happened any player, not just exactly. Andy, but mm. it's In just unfortunate for him. I think he's had 15 injuries since he's joined the club so mm. you know and, and this one by all accounts has really hit him hard because he was so full of beans and optimism that yeah. here he was he was on the cusp of making England squad again Yeah. so I hope he comes back soon and from what I'm told he should be back after the international break oh great Oh, so that's not too bad no that's that, yeah. what's he going to miss a couple of games then yeah he should he should miss the Man City game and um Possibly back for the next one. Is Watford, is it? I mean, we might yeah, be wrong. I'm yeah. trying to yeah, get my head around the fixture still. Brom, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of striking options, so Fletcher, I thought he came on and looked incredible. Looked good, didn't he? Mm, he looks yeah, exciting. Like, yeah. Really hungry. Yeah. A lot of desire there. You know, he's obviously got a good uh, pedigree from where he's come from. He's, he should also be a fan's favourite already because he scored the opening goal for Barnsley against Millwall in the playoff <laughs> final. So there you go. So yeah. the, the fans well, should, should love him already. There were reports that um, had he have not gone on loan to Barnsley, he was ahead of Rashford in the in the pecking order, really? and he would have been the one to sort right. of at the ch- so who knows he could have been yeah. in the England squad if he'd yeah. been like Marcus Rashford. So I think we've got a real player on our hands there. Mm. I think he's six foot five. Yeah. You know the yeah. club love him. And, and how have we ended up with him? What, how has this happened? I heard he rejected a deal, didn't he? Yeah, he turned down Man United, and obviously saw his future. A, a, probably a clearer path 
into first team Premier League football at West Ham, mm. which makes sense really because yeah. I don't think Mourinho is going to um, push yeah, too yeah, many yeah, youngsters yeah, yeah. through no. the door at Old Trafford. I know he's not said the he ones would who have been do, untested yeah, in the Premier League. No, it's too much of a gamble, but. Yeah. Um, no, he looks really bright, and I like Caleri. I've got to say, I know, I know, he had a shocker of a miss. <laughs> yeah, that was. I was celebrating. Like, yes, and he was like, "What? How has he done that?" The pressure um, was on, though. I guess, but, maybe first sort of clear yeah. chance. But for a player who's you know spent the last couple of weeks at the Olympics, just come into the squad. Yeah, I think he's really settling in quickly, and yeah. not easy to make your debut in Romania. Held the ball up really well. He's got a lovely touch. Looks yeah. strong. Quite composed, apart from that finish. Mm. Um, so yeah I think he could be uh, a nice surprise who would you start against Astra up front um, I'd actually be tempted to start Caleri and uh, Valencia give him another go mm. Mm. yeah the big and the little one. <laughs> that old chest up. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I just, I think I've had enough of Valencia. Well, you know he can do it. He's, he's always, he's shown glimmers of excellence, hasn't he? Well, this at, is the frustration. You think if he goes somewhere else, he'd probably bang in like 10, yeah. 15 goals. Yeah. And but like... you wonder why um, Slav perseveres with him. Mm. He must see something in on the training pitch that we obviously don't get to see. Yeah. So he keeps picking him. And I know we haven't had lots of other options, so maybe it's well, to the is, fact yeah. that who else is there. But it, I think it's because he doesn't seem to care too much mm. at the moment. Um, that's what the fans don't like, you know. Yeah. Even it, if he's not banging them in, if you can see someone's really sort of, yeah, you know, making the effort and, and working hard, tracking back for the team, stuff like that. But maybe he's again, maybe he's, he's in a position where he doesn't feel like mm. you can see the best of himself when he's isolated up front like that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But then again, if you had Defoe isolated up front like that, he'd be scoring goals. Yeah, he'd work hard. But I think, like I say, it all comes with that positioning and that system we've got at the moment where the, the lone striker is dropping too deep. He should mm. be on the shoulder of the defender. Yeah. And that on the Chelsea, for the Chelsea game and Bournemouth yesterday that wasn't especially the when there's no other pace around him yeah. when you have, you're missing the lights of Lanzini and Payet mm. um, you know and there isn't that much creativity he's having to come too, to try and make too, things yeah, work exactly yeah, so I'd like to see him get another chance um, we need that experience Astra's a big game massive game I, f- I really want to win so? it you know, I do really think so because you know, we talk Why? about this we talk about being in a big nice. stadium now and mm. you know world class arena West Ham are on the fast track to being a big club. They've got it all now. But mm. they need to have a team playing in good competitions yeah, and a right. team competing at the highest level. Mm. In the Premier League, FA Cup, League Cup and in Europe. Yeah. So if we don't make mm. it through to the group stage at least, we're going to look silly. Do you um, think so? Yeah, I, I definitely do. And I think we need to be in Europe. Mm. Um, on that first leg against Astra, like 1-0 up, Cruising, looking like we were going to make it 2 0, and then somehow we should have made it 2 0. Yeah, and the boy Marcus Brand come on, I thought he was a bit too unselfish there, and he could have gone his own way with it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was a poor miss in the end. But yeah, to, to throw away a lead like that was again, I think, spoke of the inexperience of the squad that day. Yeah, um, when they should have sort of needed a bit of game management there and just see the result out. Yeah, yeah. so that was disappointing, but you're taking away goal, don't you? Yeah. And it was exactly. a lot better than what we had last year, so yeah. yeah. Uh, it's always great to win football matches in any tournament and it also breeds confidence and it gives you momentum yeah. and stuff. Mm. I just do worry about stretching our squad to the absolute limits. We've obviously got... Yeah, um, you're right with that. You know, other mm. cup, cup, cup 
competitions domestically, mm. which I, I would probably prefer. I'd prefer to win the FA Cup. Of course, yeah, everyone would want that. Um, I just worry because I mean we we, we struggle with, with yeah. just the league fixtures at times. Yeah. So as much as I want us to win, I, I do. It does scare me because Swansea had a, a shocker after they were in the Europa League. So did Stoke. Um, Spurs suffered a little yeah, bit after yeah. the Europa Spurs League game. So, yeah. yeah, there is that knock-on effect. <laughs> and I think with a small squad like we've got at the moment, it's, mm. it, it could be a hindrance mm. rather than uh, you know, yeah. a help. So, um, but still, look, I want to win every game. So, yeah. <laughs> But then you were questioning why I play Andy Carroll. Well, so what do you do? You're damned yeah. if you do, you're damned if you don't. Yeah, you come on, mate, make your the, mind up. You either want to win the game, just, you have yeah, to play your I'll best players up. to win the game, or or you don't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> the reason why I said don't play Andy Carroll is not because you don't want experience, it's because of his sort of injury situation. Yeah. That's yeah. why I would have not played him, but obviously if he was fully fit all the time, then you'd play him. Mm. But uh, yeah. So I'm trying to come back at you then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Bianca with a little reducer in the studio. <laughs> 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 yellow card. Yeah. Um, before we move on from the Bournemouth game, just want to talk about Mikel Antonio. He's in right midfield now and he seems to be playing his best stuff. Got the yeah. winner. He looked good, right? Yeah, but the, the news today is that Slavin's prepared to put him back in defence. Oh, Hooray! Oh, the, uh, I think the funny thing that came out of that was um, the sponsors, Betway, who uh, tweeted... Oh my during God, the Chelsea yeah. game it's like well oh, let's just hope this experiment crazy. is open you think God so oh, I know that, that didn't unfair. go down too well but um, no they're good guys really um, <laughs> I should get that I'm in sure they probably never meant me it back, as a joke but, in a way yeah I think they but you did, know what then. it's like you can't joke on social media because but people it, will get outraged in a way what they were saying was quite right and I think well, it's only it's what volumes of what we were all thinking and I think that's what they were trying to do so in their defence you kind of understand what they were doing but not that they should have done that as a club sponsor but he looks so much brighter up the field and mm. for me he should be knocking on the door for the England squad this Sunday mm. well got a man in, got a man on the inside it seems like an appropriate time to talk about that Big Sam England manager we haven't done a podcast since that happened <laughs> I mean who would have Whoa. thought again with this back to the future alternative yeah. reality we're living in now don't know if I'll ever go. get used to that Big, Big. at Sam Allardyce England manager rubs eyes I know crazy he's so crazy yeah. it just goes to show in life you know, anything can happen. Yeah, I know. Anything I, is possible. I'm convinced I got him the job because I tweeted, look, Big Sam, he's the man for the England job. And then <laughs> Give Andy Dunn, our columnist, was like, yeah, you're right, mate. And he wrote a column on it. And everyone got... Actually, it was probably Sir Alex Ferguson who got him the job. Um, yeah. He was well in he's, he's got a great track record of recommending managers, hasn't he? But, no, to be fair, Sam Allardyce has got himself that job and he deserves mm. it. Um I think he's the right man for this job at the moment and yeah. they need yeah. a sort of man manager like Sam it's a good time it's a part time job let's be honest um, as an England manager you're not really coaching you mm. don't need to coach just need to get people up for a game and yeah. he, Sam will get that desire back in the dressing room especially when he gets Kevin Nolan in as captain <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine I mean it, I wouldn't rule it out it was a crazy world we're it. living in <laughs> he could have Nolan in as a coach you like, should do you should get him think? in some capacity but no I think you, Sam will pick a different squad it, there'll still be think. A, I think you'll bring in a few new faces and some old ones that were left out as well um, it'd be fascinating to see who he picks but yeah I'm, I'm confident he'll pick Mark Noble I really hope he you does reckon? I think he will he's, 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 enough, he, Mark Noble's outstanding yesterday He and against Chelsea he was, he was great yeah. as well so. the thing is with Sam he doesn't care what anyone thinks so he won't care if he picks well, 
I, I do ag- agree with you. He's that he players, if you know what I mean. And then everybody al- will say, oh, he's only picking them because they're... I also think with Sam, he has got a chip on his shoulder. And I wonder whether he will... Be, part of it will be, I want to show you what I can do with Roy's squad. And he'll go, I'll mm. pick the same squad and watch what I do. Is it like he's he's got that ego? And I wonder... He'll either do that, or, do you think he'd or risk he'll that, go, though? or he oh, might bring in the br- soccer aid squad. You know, Jonathan Wilkes did a <laughs> oh, yeah. great job for Old <laughs> Trafford. Ollie Murs up front. Yeah. Robbie Mark Williams, Ryan. yeah, and he just number two. Who knows? So, some West Ham. Do you think Andy Carroll, Marno, or Mikel Antonio? Do you think we're going to see these guys in the squad? I'd like to think so, and I think when you get a new uh, manager, and especially at international level, and mm. you've got this big inquest that how things went so badly wrong. There is that kind of need to look elsewhere and, well, could these players change it? Those players, well, with the exception of Andy Carroll, I'd say that Noble and Antonio certainly were the former players of the Premier League yeah. towards the end of last season. And there were a lot of eyebrows raised that there wasn't even in the reckoning. Mm. Yeah. And Aaron Cresswell too. So I think Sam will be across that and I reckon he'll give him a chance. What do you think he'll be like, sod West Ham? Like after the way you treated me, I'm not picking any no, of players. It's not though. about West Ham, is it? It's about yeah, it's, it's about, about the, him, players, the players. I think so. I, so. I think he'll give Noves a shot. Whether he he'll have a yeah. future as a, he, he'll, have, he'll, he'll he'll get his first cap. On, I, I think he will. I hope so, and I think he'll, he'll know he'll have trust and confidence in in Noves that he yeah. can do the job. So mm-hmm. um, it is exciting, and I hope fingers crossed he gets that opportunity because he de- he deserves it, doesn't he? Yeah, definitely yeah. deserves it. Um, quick word on our first game of the season 2-1 Chelsea at Stamford Bridge um, that wasn't a great performance was a bit of worry no it was a deserved defeat in my opinion we couldn't string passes together like we, we have done before I felt that we were we looked like we were in pre-season mode mm. Chelsea were really up for it to be fair it was a good time for them new manager the fans yeah. were up for the game great atmosphere which you don't usually get at Stamford Bridge and um, they celebrated like they'd won the league <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, but having said that, if we'd beaten them in the last minute, I'd be going bonkers. Yeah. Even now, so. Um, enjoyed it, didn't they? Oh, he man. did. I like him. He's a new character, and I yeah, think even even that. Slav was a bit sort of taken aback by him, thinking, <laughs> yeah. "Hang on a minute, you're taking my limelight." I was the guy last year that was yeah. pumping his fists. Yeah. And, but no, Conte will be a great addition to the Premier League, and I think Chelsea will have a good year. Yeah. Players like Costa look like they they're hungry again. Got a bit mm-hmm. about him. Hazard was exceptional, and. Um, even though like so Fabregas was on the bench how long he'll be there for I don't know but uh, yeah difficult first game for us wasn't disastrous we lost 2-1 in the last minute exactly the player who scored the goal should have been on the pitch Mm. Yeah. so you could look at it like that but obviously I think in terms of the performance first two games we're not quite there yet Mm. we will get there and I'm hoping that will be remember the players that we're missing as well yeah exactly you know our star player Payet Lanzini as well there was again there's no creativity was there there was no there weren't many ideas um, coming from from the team, but I think once we get them back, you're right. Apparently and they're back this week, that, Thursday yeah. or or Sunday. Wow. Slav said for Man City, yeah, which would be massive because at the moment my real concern with the team is the midfield. Yeah, defensively, I think we look sound. I like the new boy who slotted in at left back. Uh, Masaku Masaku yeah whatever uh, he's good isn't he Masaku yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, I need like some sort of the club should when you sign players it should like sort of a how to pronounce his name that kind of yeah. thing you know because I'm dreadful of things like that um, no he looks really good he does um, solid I thought well. done well as well yeah. Yeah. and I like Sam Byram so yeah. it's just the midfield I'm not too sure about at yeah. the minute um, well let's talk about uh, some transfers then I mean we've had uh, quite a few for goalie 
He looks all right. Looked bright, what? didn't he? Yeah, uh, he I think it's a good signing from what I've been told. Like um, from Spain, he was a, a great player for Valencia. So to mm. get him was a bit of a coup. Uh, mm. Just unfortunate again, he picked mm. up an injury. Torre doesn't quite look fit at the moment, but mm. he showed. He turned on the style in the great second cross. half. Fantastic uh, delivery I watched and, that, and I watched that assist again today. Yeah, it was incredible. He was, yeah. was brilliant. He did really, really, really well. It's the old classic. If Lionel Messi had done that, Gokan <laughs> Gokan Torre had done that. That's what they'd be saying. In a few years. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we've got Nortvay as well. But I heard the club like um, didn't think he was going to be that like straight into the team. But then he got him in training, and they were thought, "Wow, we've really got a player on our hands here." But you didn't really see that in the Chelsea game, and not so much. No. I, I, when I saw him play against Dom Zali, I thought he was really good. Mm. Um, but he's kind of uh, he's dipped a bit in the, in, in the in the league games. Um, yeah. I'm not quite sure why. I don't mm. know what you guys think, but didn't um, think he played well, particularly no, well against Chelsea of, or, or Bournemouth no. yesterday. And he was hooked um, yesterday, wasn't he? So yeah. I think yeah, the, the jury's out on Nordville. I hope he does well. He's, he comes with a good pedigree, mm. and um, I think the club are quite confident that he is a player. Yeah. But my my one concern with utility men is that. If they're utility, man, they can play all different positions. They haven't held down one position. So it's not like they're a master of a position. Yeah. It's just like yeah. they can slot in wherever. So, yeah, but he's um, just a bit functional, Nobody maybe. knows what he is, really. Yeah. Is he, is he a right-back? Is he a centre-half? Is he a midfielder? Mm. So it's, um, yeah, I think give him time. See how mm. he fits in. Mm. Um, and then in terms of transfers that might still happen for the deadline closes, there's, I mean, back has been knocking about for a while. Do you think... I can't see that one happening. Yeah. Um, and then obviously on September the 31st, they'll probably be stood there with a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the one that's more closer to fruition, if it comes, if it comes to happen, then would be, um, would be Boney from uh, Manchester yeah. City. Mm. I understand that they're in talks, but... Um, whether it's a loan deal, I think looks more likelier. Yeah, mm. I think. But that would rule him out from Sunday anyway, so it doesn't really help us. Uh, no, not in initially. that respect, and he wouldn't be registered yeah. to play in, in Europe, so we'd still have a wait for him to play, mm. and that would be after the international break. Yeah, would you be excited by Boney? Think he'd be a good signing for us? Um, I think he's the kind of player we need. He's he's strong. He's a lump. I mean, he hasn't been prolific, has he? He was at Swansea, though. Yeah, wasn't he? yeah, he, he was, was very good at yeah. Swansea um, for a season. Yeah, true. Uh, We've been linked with him forever as well. I feel like it's constant talk of him maybe coming to us. Well, it was that thing where yeah. it was either Carroll or, or Boney right. at the time and yeah. we went for Carroll. And then Boney, that was the season he scored, like, you know, whatever it was, 20 goals or yeah. something like that, I think. So. Yeah. Um, he's, he's definitely got it in his locker and he's not, like, over the hill at all, is he? No. So he's been training and playing with world-class players. Well, not world-class mm. players, but top-quality players at um, yeah. Manchester City under Pep Guardiola so you'd think if he did come in he'd have a lot to offer mm. Mm. Um, so I think he could be a good signing if it happens yeah um, and one man we haven't even mentioned I think he's a record signing Andre Ayew yeah oh, and I mean, the curse of the record signing it started with Lee Chapman of course yeah, yeah. Don Hutchison <laughs> Don Hutchison uh, Dean Ashton Craig Bellamy yeah Andy Carroll obviously yeah. and, and now Ayew oh that was um, yeah what, what can you do with that sort of injury I mean, it's just typical West Ham luck you could say yeah, but um, I mean, uh, maybe this is none of us are best place to comment on a physiotherapy or how the body works. But I mean, is there any? I mean, did in the medical could we not tell that this might happen? Is it a freak injury? You'd like to think it was a freak injury, yeah. Um, because yeah, the medical should have highlighted any issues. Yeah, yeah. What well, none were raised, so you'd think if if they were, they wouldn't yeah. risk him in a mm. game 
having not played and you know so I yeah. just think it's just devastating really yeah. it's just bad terrible we bad luck bad luck haven't we I know. Yeah. Like, great stadium it's like luck. it's like final destination when we sign a player like a hubcap <laughs> flies off and that's sort of <laughs> yeah uh, if they're for a record transfer fee uh, and it's been a transfers as well uh, off the pitch you've gone from Daily Mail to Daily Mirror yeah how's that working out very well thank you yeah it's uh, it was it was an interesting one um Loved it at the Mail and spent eight very good years there under a great gaffer, as I still mm. call him, in Lee Clayton, a, a big hammer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was a chance for me to go elsewhere and show that I'm the boss, really, and uh, it was good. It's, good. it's been good there, and I'm enjoying it. It's kind of it's kind of like uh, like your Phil Brown stepping out from behind Big <laughs> Sam's yeah. shadow. Yeah, although I don't see the mirror as like South End, to be honest. <laughs> you know, we're, we're a big time player, and. Um, We've got a lot. We've it's a great football site and a great social following. So, yeah, read our stories. In fact, it was quite funny yesterday. Someone tweeted me and said, um, "He said I've never heard of you, and I don't read a mirror." <laughs> great start. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he said, "But your analysis in the program was excellent. Thanks, Matt." I was thinking, yeah, one out of three is not too bad. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we yeah. can get people reading the mirror, and and they might get a bit more of that. So. Nice. Uh, and any gossip? Can you give us any hot gossip, transfer gossip, uh, West Ham, but at all? Just giving you that, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. We're out. We're out. No, I think... Um, it's, do you think uh, that'll be the only signing? I think there might be a couple that go leave as well. Um, yeah. What happens with Sacco? Who knows? I think... Yeah, God, yeah, we haven't even I mean, is he injured? That. Or is he just, is just persona I'd... non grata? Yes, I think that's that's the that one. That is such a shame, though, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it is because I'm a big fan of Sacco, yeah, and I think I you look at the goals he scored last season; they were big games. Yeah, and you know he can do it. He just as he as he got the desire to do it, and he clearly there's something not quite right there. Mm. Um, it's disappointing, really, and he'll be a great player for whoever picks him up. Yeah, I mean, what was the deal with it? Did he fail a medical? Was that the uh, understanding? Like, did he, it was West Brom, right? And yeah, I don't think he was fit, was he? Yeah. So whether he's not been training properly, or you don't, I don't know what he's been up to in the summer. So it's it's for a club to be pay, paying that money for a striker, yeah. you want him to be, yeah, you know, at the of best course. of his, yeah. Mm. So um, letting himself down, isn't he? I think. Yeah. Um, right. Predictions. We've got a couple of games this week. Firstly, Astra at home. A game we kind of. Collectively, except for Bianca, we agree we want to win it. Yeah, um, <laughs> I want to win it. I do want to win it. I can't want the consequences. Don't... Yeah. <laughs> nah. Um, do you think so? How, how do you see that one going? Yeah, I think we win. Yeah, I think. Um, not too sure. I mean, I think two nil. That'd be good. Yeah, two nil. Um, Bianca, if we do go, if we do get through to the group stages, how do you think our Europa League journey will progress? Oh God. Um... Well, I'm an eternal optimist, aren't I, Chris? <laughs> Probably, wouldn't it? Yeah. In the Champions League. Yeah. Um, I don't think we'll go all the way. I just think, as we've said, touched on with the squad situation, with the injuries that we always get, once you start getting into winter times, you've got other cup competitions that you're involved in. I can't see us sort of going too far. Yeah. But... I'd like us to. Yeah. I'd love a, f- a few trips away. When I think about the Europa League, like you think about clubs like Fulham getting to the final, Middlesbrough getting to the final. Why can't Why can't we do it? Well, Imagine it. Why not? I mean, well, Slavin's had a great record elsewhere, hasn't yeah. he? Like yeah. Besiktas, they, they went it, far, I think didn't they? He, 
you, you might have to pick your battles this, mm. this season. Yeah. You might have to decide which one you want to go for. And the fact that he was picking his first team to go over there suggests that he, he probably wants it. Mm. So, I think you take, like, most people would take a top 10 finish. And yeah. And a good run in a cup. Well, not <clears> a good run in a cup, but actually win a cup. Yeah. Mm. And we've got to win one. I mean, I've never seen us win anything. Apart no. from the Intertoto Cup, and that doesn't count, does no. it? Right? Yeah. You know, we can't even win the Betway Cup. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> so I just want to see us win something. You know? The Betway Cup was the one now. I wanted. Yeah, yeah we all wanted that one. <laughs> we're so close as well, aren't we? <laughs> no, no, no. And Zazo was useless at the Euros. I know. That dreadful penalty scored a worldie, like fantastic touch, and then slotted it in the bottom corner. Well, we've been linked with him, haven't we? Yeah. Zaza. I think he's just don't right. put him on penalties. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Twinkle toes. Well, yeah. He'll never take. He's a still travelling. Valencia's <laughs> yeah. still walking. That ball's still in the air somewhere. Yeah, I think he's all right, Zaza. I'd like, I know because um, the chairman said last season we've been interested in him for a long time as well. He seems like yeah. the kind of player we'd go for. Big strong. You're going Gaga for Zaza. Yeah, there you go. There's your headline. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, Astra Bianca score. Um, I think we'll win it comfortably. Um, I'm going to say 2-0 as well 2-0 alright oh, I fancy a 2-1 I think we might go behind early and then fight yeah. back yeah yeah that's my prediction and then uh, and then City away on Sunday Guardiola I mean he's a handsome man isn't he is I he? Fall, I had to fall asleep bit of man crush there yeah yeah there's a lot of that going he on this year. I love really... Ebra as well I think what a guy yeah 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 yeah, yeah it's, it's so good like all these new characters, characters. yeah it's new. amazing yeah. this season um, and obviously no Joe Hart in goal for them I find that an interesting little story yeah again it's a shame that really we haven't got the firepower of Andy Carroll up front yeah. mm. because Caballero under pressure he can't you know I must yeah. call him Dracula <laughs> doesn't like crosses I suppose yeah, but yeah. you know it's, it's, but, um, yeah I think it'll be a tough one for West Ham that game and you can see with City at the moment going forward they are so frightening they're powerful and the goals they've scored I mean State of Bucharest are not a bad side mm. and they smashed them in Romania to bits yeah um, and then you've got Stoke at, at home with formidable mm. and showed that last season against like Manchester City's and Man United's and again you know just turned it on and, and mm. beat them 4-1 so it's mm. it's worrying it, I, I've got to be honest they're, with you they're a different prospect to the Man City we faced last yeah, season yeah totally different and so. um even like Raheem Sterling looks completely revived yeah. Guardiola just does this for players he just makes them believe that you know mm. the world beaters and City are starting to get their money's worth yeah. out of him well, I interviewed Sanya last week yeah. um, and the the way he was just talking about Guardiola everybody's kind of in awe of him and they've all kind of raised their game um, and he's changed their formation as well the way he sets them up and uh, they're still learning but they're sort of playing out their skins for him they've had it? a good start to the season in terms of like they've had I'd say not an easy there's never any easy games anymore but like playing Sunderland at home and then Stoke away maybe they haven't had the real testers yeah. as such yet like with Arsenal they've played Liverpool and, yeah. it was a t- and then they've yeah. played the Champions Leicester but City have had a nice steady start hopefully West Ham can challenge them And but mm. I've got to be honest I can't see it's winning now yeah I, they're really Potentially scary, as you say, Man City at the moment. They carry on like this. Are they your picks for the league? There wasn't actually. I, I picked United, but City. Are United are devastating as well, don't they? Yeah, I just think I don't know. I always always lean towards Manchester United. You know, they should be the number one club in the country, mm. shouldn't they? Yeah. But, so that would be the real tale of the, the tape this year between those two clubs. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's out of those two. Um, and then just as we're all here, predictions for our season. Where do you think we're going to finish? Come uh, next May. Third. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think... Well, the way Hull are going, they're going to win it. They're going to do a Leicester. <laughs> yeah. So that leaves us in... I'll probably say, if you're looking at it, maybe, again, I'll probably say eighth. Yeah. Yeah. I'd take that. Would I'll you think, Bianca? That. Yeah, eighth. Yeah. I think we'll have a few... We will stumble on the road. I actually think we'll probably do well at home. Yeah. which yeah, I didn't yeah. think at the start of the season but I think that might sort of be the reverse of that when you arrive at West Ham now we've got that big club feeling yeah. and everything about it I mean I was quite fortunate yesterday I went down to the to the bowels of the stadium where the players are in the dressing room and yeah. walked through the tunnel and at Upton Park you come out of the dressing room and you walk up small flight of steps and there's the pitch yeah. and it's kind of like right here we go it, this is a proper arena now. This is like Definitely. you're entering the big stage. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're a singer, you'd be playing in a pub and going to perform in front of a yeah. stadium. It's just. I also think it will help think the players that they're players. not that they are set apart a bit from the fans. Yeah. Because you can hear everything when you're up to part. You're right there, and if you're getting That's you right. know pelters, you hear everything. And sometimes. Um, especially when Sam was the manager and we sort of played like we were scared on the ball yeah, yeah. you know you know when we went through the, against Hull yep. you know and I, I think that could really work against West Ham at, at the bowling sometimes whereas now if things start to turn you're not they're not right there the fans in your face no. and I think that will take the pressure off of us at, at the that's place. right even when they arrive at the stadium they're totally removed from all that yeah. all the roads are closed and they yeah. go right down towards like um, goes underground and they're there they are they don't have to see anyone they're totally focused on the game exactly. and I think if you're used to turning up there every week and being in that environment it's... driving past the bowling and... yeah. when the crowd <laughs> turned at, at Upton Park it could you poisonous. know it, it could yeah. be poisonous and, and that could really sort of change the way the players responded yeah and, and opposition like the opposition would thrive play, upon that play on that yeah whereas definitely. now I think they'll turn up and it'll be like wow this is like a cup mm. final atmosphere and we'll, yeah we're up against it even from the moment they've not even seen any supporters but just walking through the ground and thinking That's god it. this is this so is a big arena in our favor, mm. so yeah I, I hope so mm. yeah excellent matt thank you very much you're on Been twitter a pleasure. yes i am um, at matty lawless and follow us at mirror football yeah there you go and match they program too yeah With page after moose right oh no yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I need to send that column in, actually. I'm going to go away and write that now. So. Excellent. Nice one. Well, thank you very much for joining no, us. No, been a pleasure, mate. Bianca, thank you. Hi, no We'll see you uh, after the next couple of fixtures. But in the meantime... Come on, you Irons! News about the Brown West Ham podcast is brought to you by Bombetta. It's the new restaurant by Snaresbrook Station. Italian food. You can make a reservation by going online and going to bombettalondon.com. Uh, Italian food. It's really good. When there last Friday, I can genuinely recommend it to you. bombettalondon.com.